1: You've probably heard that at least five Edmonton restaurants have made the decision to temporarily close because of COVID-19. MKT, just off White Avenue, closed temporarily after an asymptomatic employee tested positive. It's the same thing at the Pint. Officials there saying its downtown location was also closed voluntarily because a team member tested positive. Earl's Tin Palace is also closed after an employee tested positive. The restaurant is scheduled to reopen on Tuesday, and Greta Bar in downtown Edmonton has a sign posted on its door saying on June 18th, they were made aware of a regular customer, non-employee who tested positive for COVID-19. Chris Deacock is the president of Greta Bar. He joined Ryan Jesperson this morning to explain what happened.
2: Well, it was actually a, a good friend of, of Greta. So it was a customer who was known to a number of the staff and actually one of the staff is really good friends with uh, them. They got sick then went and got tested came back positive and um normally a customer in there would be a scary thing but because the customer um was friends with a number of the staff our staff members uh, we had two or three staff members that after their shift ended up sitting with the said customer for a prolonged period of time and because of that exposure between the staff members and the guest we didn't know what the transmission could happen we weren't informed about it until as you said on the 18th that's when they got back their confirmation results we were supposed to open that day or the next day and without certainty of our staff and and how many other different staff they interacted with it seemed pretty precarious to open up and so we said well before we do let's find out more information, let's go and get all these staff members tested to find out if they're okay, because if they did indeed get it and then they were in contact with other staff, you could see the ripple effect that could potentially happen
1: also i can tell you that round two restaurant and karaoke bar announced it was temporarily closing after a customer with covid 19 visited um uh, last week uh, mark van Shelwitz is the vice president of western canada with restaurants canada he returns to the show this afternoon mark welcome back
0: a pleasure to be here Dylan.
1: all right boy oh boy it must be a busy time for you and for the businesses you represent you've heard about what is happening here what's what's going through your mind what are your thoughts
0: well, actually, I'm very pleased with how Chris uh, DeCock in that interview uh, mm-hmm. dealt with the situation because you know, with our whole industry, the health and safety of their staff and their guests has always been mission critical, and this is just as true now as it was before the emergence of uh, COVID-19. And I think what these indi- these incidents indicate is that uh, restaurants are providing a, you know that immediate and transparent communication to their staff and customers when cases arrive, and they act according from there. And as you know, Jalen, there's actually a safety plan that each uh, establishment has created, and they have certain protocols in there for what happens if either a guest or a staff member has COVID. And one of those things, obviously, is uh, uh, to ensure that uh, the place is shut down, all of staff are tested, that may have been in contact with that person. And as a result of it as well, what we've been recommending, for example, on scheduling, is that you schedule in clusters so you don't have have the same group of staff on every single day so that you can sort of isolate them that way mm. and uh, certainly what Chris DeCock in his interview with ryan this morning just indicated that's our protocol we're going to make sure people are tested and then we'll reopen when it's safe to do so
1: um, mark uh, you've heard about the five here in uh edmonton uh, have you heard of, of more um restaurants that are are facing the same situation uh, do, you, do you have a, a running tally by chance of how many that you are aware of
0: I know that there was one in DC as well at a, okay. in a quick service establishment where there are a couple of people identified once again followed the protocols and yes. uh, they're once again reopened so you've isolated where the problem is you've done some contact tracing and uh uh and you know this is something that uh, you know while we don't want to see this obviously happen I think yeah. all the all the people that are patronizing restaurants can be reassured just how safe uh these restaurants are and how seriously they're taking it if they do Uh, find any sort of contact with somebody who's been uh, uh, positively diagnosed with COVID.
1: Well and I think this is the the real key is is to find out about it right away to shut down as soon as possible and then that contact tracing we've heard about the importance of that over and over again from the medical officer of uh, health here in uh, you know in Alberta and of course in BC. Do you think Mark that uh, that we entered into phase 2 of this relaunch did we reopen too soon did we open it up um, too quickly or do you think that um, we're on the right track and everything is in place that needs
0: to be mm okay. I think everything's on track, certainly as far as on-premise dining is concerned. There's really good protocols in place. There's the safety, physical distancing, sanitation, personal hygiene protocols in place. So I think our guests can be really confident when they're going into our restaurants that they're in a controlled environment where their safety is top concern. And, you know, there's, you know, as far as whether opening too early or not, I think it was the right time Mm -hmm. to reopen. And I think where we've got more concern about, uh, uh, some cases emerging as those large gatherings, and and I think those are far more risky than uh, anybody going out to visit a restaurant where they have these uh, really pretty significant uh, uh, protocols in place.
1: Mark, there has been uh, calls to reduce that two-meter zone in restaurants, you know, the distancing. Is that something that Restaurants Canada supports, and is it a smart move, given what we're seeing?
0: You know, Restaurants Canada does not want to get into a debate about what the public health officials say is the safe distance Mm. and everything like that. We're not public health experts, so we're (laughs) just going with the best advice that we can get from them. Now, I have had some members saying, well, I've heard that WHO has actually said one meter should be the safe distance, not two meters. But uh, as an organization representing restaurants, I don't want to get into a public health debate about what is the right (laughs) distance or what isn't the right distance. I'll leave those to the experts to make those decisions.
1: Um, what are you hearing uh, from staff members? I, re- I read a thread on social media the other day. It was from uh, from a server in a restaurant who was really quite ticked off, to be honest with you. That was, uh, you know, saying that people aren't following, like their their patrons aren't following social distancing rules. They aren't wearing masks. All of these things, and and they felt like they were being almost forced, you know, forced back to work. Cause they have to make a living, but they were uncertain whether or not, you know, things were being done correctly. Not so much from the restaurants. Not so much from their employees, but from their customers. Have you heard anything on that front?
0: actually I have heard some of those stories before and I think you know the restaurants are doing everything they can do yeah. to possibly protect their guests and protect the staff but uh, certainly there's going to be instances where one guest uh, knows somebody else in the restaurant and and goes too close over them but once again I think the staff they're properly trained in this and the, and I think they certainly should feel safe uh, with the protocols that are in place for them but uh, Uh, Certainly what we can't control, obviously, is sometimes what our guests do. We can give them all the best advice we can, but uh, if a guest is going to go see another guest or sit with them or something like (laughs) that, there's really not a lot we can do about that.
1: Mark Von Chelowicz joining us this afternoon from Restaurants Canada. Mark, um, is this just the way things are going to be for the foreseeable future? You know, we reopen, we might have to shut down uh, on occasion, depending on what happens, depending on reporting, depending on contact tracing. Is this just something that um, your members are going to have to and their clients uh, get used to for um, the foreseeable future?
0: Certainly while these restrictions are in place, they are going to have to get used to this and they're going to have to pay really close attention because the last thing that we want to do is to contribute to any more outbreaks happening and and we want to make sure, and I think with an abundance of caution, like I think these restaurants have demonstrated that did have uh, these exposures, uh, do the right thing, close restaurants, sanitize it completely, get it reopened when you're sure that your staff are all safe again. Uh, I think they're doing exactly the right thing.
1: Uh, Chris from Greta Bar said um, you know he said earlier today the court of public opinion can be scary sometimes and really seeing the industry trying to do the right thing through these difficult times um, it's it's been good to see them doing the right thing I'm happy to call those people colleagues we will get through this Um, is is you know that's very optimistic are are you hearing more optimism compared to you know the last time we talked (laughs)
0: Certainly a little bit more optimism, but that optimism is only in place, and I think it's important to stress that it's that... That ongoing support through the Canadian Emergency Wage Subsidy, which is the biggest mm. one, a rent subsidy, the rent protection. We really appreciate what the Alberta government did there. Uh, so you know we appreciate what all levels of governments are doing to try and help us get through this. But it's very very true. Then when you're operating roughly at 50% capacity, you're you're not going yeah. to get those pre-COVID sales numbers. So uh, so yeah, it makes it really difficult. And a, a recent survey of ours said that 60% of those restaurants that have reopened are doing so at a loss when you take into consideration, you know, little to no income for a couple of months, plus the accumulated debt as a result of that, plus the, uh, the staffing costs, the reopening costs, and and the restrictions all wumbled at one. It, it, you have to really basically do a business plan all from scratch to make sure that you can <laughs> actually survive that. And yeah. what we're hearing from a lot of our members is without some of those measures in place like the Canada Emergency Wage Subsidy, they just couldn't make a go of it. So we certainly appreciate all of that and it's still going to be a long road toll, but we are uh, a very innovative and uh, <laughs> um, you know an industry here to stay and I'm sure we're we're going to continue reinventing ourselves until we can get through this and and hopefully we have a lot of these restaurants survive the next few months because it's going to be difficult one once those uh, supports are no longer there to to make to make a go that under these restrictions.
1: Yeah, it's been interesting to see how um, different restaurants have handled the reopening, Um, you know, uh, whether or not they decide to just uh, stay uh, open to dine out or fully reopen. Um, And and everyone making their own decisions based on how they're feeling. I think that's important. But, boy, it's a tough business to be in, and it's been made even tougher over the past number of months. So uh, a lot of support out there for the local restaurants, and, 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 and that's good to see
0: exactly and we're certainly encouraging you know our latest survey we've got about close to 50% of our members that are open for takeout delivery uh, roughly 25% that have reopened for on-premise dining but that leaves about 23% of our members that haven't reopened yet so all of these factors come into consideration and of course we're trying to encourage as many of them to reopen as possible because they'll be rehiring all those uh, temporary laid-off Albertans uh, at the that uh, took place at the beginning of COVID and we certainly want to get the industry back healthy again and continue our role as Alberta's third largest private sector
1: employer. (laughs) 23% still not open. That's still a really big number, Mark. Uh, I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. I know it's a busy time for you and I I, I always appreciate you uh, uh, carving out a bit of time for us on this show. Thank you so much.
0: Pleasure to be here, Jalen. Thank you.
1: All right, take care. Mark Van Shellwitz from um, he is the Vice President, Western Canada, with Restaurants Canada. You heard that, eh? 23% of uh, restaurants uh, that they represent still not open for business. Uh, I'm curious to know, Chadville, have you been out? Have you been out uh, for some food? Have you gone to the restaurants? What have you seen? 780 So on uh, the heels of the news that uh, at least five of those Edmonton restaurants have made the decision to, um, to close their doors, just temporarily because of a COVID-19 I don't, incident's not the right word, but whether an employee or a customer has reported having uh, COVID. In a, a number of these cases, they were asymptomatic as well. Uh, Alberta Health telling Global News that it wasn't aware of any outbreaks at any of the locations. And they said, quote, closure of a business can sometime be an operational decision outside of AHS or Alberta Health. The operator would need to provide additional information as appropriate. Now, it was interesting on Friday... Now, do you remember this during the news conference with Dr. Dina Hinshaw, her COVID-19 update? She was asked if there were any cases linked to restaurants or bars in the city. And at the time, she said she hadn't seen any yet.
0: We haven't yet seen uh, outbreaks
1: or or clusters of cases linked to those settings in our current opening. We did see before we had closures happen uh, a few months ago, we did see a couple of cases where uh, there were groups of dining parties that were together where all of them ended up being infected after a common meal uh, or where a server passed infection to others. So we know that it is possible. So the fact that we haven't seen it yet is I would say, uh, a good thing, and yet it's also a reminder of the the fact that we need to be vigilant, we need to continue to be vigilant, and keep that good track record, rather than thinking that uh, we, we can ease our measures within those locations. Yeah, and how quickly things can change. Dr. Hinshaw will not be doing um, a a news conference today in person. That'll be held tomorrow and then on Thursday. She will release the numbers online at 3.30. We will bring you uh, today's numbers at that
2: time. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does.